Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Post Traumatic Survival Podcast, a show that helps you rewire your brain to survive and thrive. Join your host, Ozzy Martinez Jr., a Marine, a combat disabled vet, husband, and father, as he shares his firsthand knowledge and experience of hitting rock bottom, almost ending it all, and then turning it around. Dive into the rewired minds of thriving survivors. This show is an in depth look at post traumatic survival. And now, Ozzy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Post Traumatic Survival Show. This is Ozzy Martinez. I'm your host. I'm the creator. I'm the mastermind. No, I'm playing. There's a, there's a lot of people that I honestly owe the fact that I'm doing this podcast. Uh, a few years ago, even though I had started my, my organization, Operation Wet Vet, I kind of hit a stale, a stale life where I let PTSD take over. I had a lot, of op- a lot of offers thrown at me that I would always be hesitant on jumping on. I was always uh, very scared on jumping on uh, and taking on, you know, new adventures or new new risks. And uh, eventually I met a, a buddy of mine, Sean Lopez, and uh, took him on a fishing trip. And he tells me, hey, man, I want to introduce you to this guy named Jay Redman. Uh, he's a Navy SEAL, you know, got wounded, and uh, he runs this organization called Combat Wounded Coalition. And uh, he does this thing called Overcome Academy. And I really want you to talk to him. I really want you to do it. I just did first class and i think you're good for the second class oz so uh, i went ahead and did it did the overcome academy in september of uh, 2018 i believe yes september of 2018 i did the overcome academy and i came out of that jay says i lit a fire under you i tell him he lit a forest fire under me i came out of that running overcoming obstacles overcoming walls and uh that's exactly what i needed so because of that i am now here i overcame my fear of doing a podcast i've had this podcast equipment for a while now and uh here I am now doing my podcast, so I am honored to introduce Sean Lopez. Sean Lopez is uh, my friend, my brother. He's a Marine Corps combat veteran, a Purple Heart recipient who served five years in the Marine Corps. Sean did two combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. During his tour in Afghanistan, Sean experienced some uh, heavy heavy combat with the Taliban, including exposure to multiple explosions and uh, IED and indirect fire. These blasts had a significant impact on Sean's brain, leaving him with traumatic brain injury and for a period of time, even impacting his ability to speak. From his challenges as a young Marine leader, learning to lead men in the hardships of combat, of the challenges of learning how to overcome his injuries and speak again, Sean now shares his lessons for others to grow. Sean speaks to groups all across the country on how he overcame me leadership through team leadership. He speaks on challenges he faced with personal growth, leadership development, and hard lessons he was forced to learn through individuality versus teamwork. Lastly, Sean shares the intimate details of his inner war, his traumatic brain injury and PTSD that came after coming home. Sean delivers a powerful message that will inspire your group and motivate them to be better leaders and overcome adversity. Today, Sean is a veteran advocate. He helps combat veterans with employment and transition assistant. Sean is involved in many veteran organizations to include mine, Operation Wet Vet. He helps us run the Tampa chapter. And he sits on the board of directors of other veteran organizations. So I am super honored to introduce Sean Lopez. Like I said, this is my brother, my friend. And uh, Sean, welcome to the show. 
Sean, you there? Bro, what an amazing intro. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, brother. I truly appreciate that, man. I, I need you guys a hype man now. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, let's go. No, we're going to go, we're gonna go on tour. Hey, man, real real, real quick, real quick. Yo, I just want to, dude, I'm so proud of you. I, Ozzy, man, I, I, you know, you, you and I have a personal friendship outside of our uh, business ventures. But watching you just slay these goals over the past couple of years, man, you know, I, I, I commend you. I'm proud of you. I'm honored to, you know, know you, be a part of it. Um, you know, so I, I definitely uh, look up to you, man. I'm extremely happy for you, man. I'm proud of you. Um, you know, and here we are on a podcast. I think you and I began talking about this. Uh, you know, almost a year ago. And um, I would think you know, more than that, honestly. Yeah. You know, and here we are, you know, we're, 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 we're taping one of the first episodes, you know, and, and uh, I'm extremely honored once, once, once again. And uh, you, sir, congratulations. You know? Thank you. Thank it's, you, brother. You, uh, you, the, uh, in your little intro, you talked about something that said uh, you got rid of the me and turned it into we. And uh, it's funny you say you look up to me because I look up to you. And uh, I think that's what people need to do is surround themselves with people that look up to each other, like that want to yeah. continuously raise each other, too. So, um, yeah, man. Thank you, brother. That's it, man. So uh, let's let's go ahead and really talk about being a thriving survivor about surviving and thriving. So, uh, that's our, that's our little key, my little key phrase here. So I want to talk about it, man. Cause just alone in your intro that you gave me your little bio, we talk about what you went through in combat. And I mean, at one point you weren't even able to speak. Yeah. You know, I, I, uh, I, um, dude, I used to focus on, on those things every minute of every day, you know, and, you know, here we are, I'm coming up on 10 years. Uh, wow. And, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow is a 10 year anniversary for a uh, private first class. Jason Hill is Um, he was my personal Marine, uh, died on, 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 underneath my command, my watch. Um, you know, and 10 years has gone by so fast and, and yet it's, I remember it as if it happened two hours ago. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about the road that I've traveled down the ups and downs, the, the, the breaking points, the rock bottoms, plus, plus having to fall another 20 feet, you know, um, it, yeah, it feels here, like an endless pit sometimes. Right. Right. You know, and here we are today and, you know, me and you are talking about thriving and, and surviving and, and, uh, post-traumatic growth. Right. Um, you know, going, going back to, you know, my injuries and you know my my speech I'll, I'll never forget it um i was in the hospital for a good uh two months or so at, at bethesda um in in bethesda at uh what is now 
Walter Reed. And what year was this? Uh, uh, that was 2010. Okay. You know, um, and <laughs> the the day I'm getting ready to uh, discharge, actually, um, they send down a uh, a, uh, a, a a specialized brain doctor, a a TBI, traumatic brain injury, uh, neuro psychologist doctor and you know he he's he's running a couple tests on me and you know i'm i'm answering you know all these questions about numbers and letters and trying to remember pictures and i completely bomb it you know and uh (laughs) pun intended (laughs) 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 um But uh, I need to get and, a, I need to get an explosion sound on the soundboard. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I completely bomb it. But you know that 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 wasn't the troubling part. Um, the doctor goes, "So how long have you had that stutter?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I, I didn't even pick up on it. I didn't notice it, and um, you know it was really one of those things that. Uh, I think that point in time in my life really, uh, I, I, I guess, you know, activated all of the other issues, um, realizing that I was hurt, real, real, you know, having to process the, the fact that, you know, I lost Marines, um, having to process where I was, what was going on with, with myself, my family. Um, and I was broken, uh, both physically and mentally. And, uh, you know, here we are 10 years later and just taking recognition in the growth that I've made. Um, you know, I, 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 I am proud of myself. You know, I, I, I can say that I'm not trying to be humble or, you know, I, I've put in work. I've, I've walked a dirty road, but at the end of the day, you know, I've, I've overcame and, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm extremely proud of myself. So, so- you got injured in 2010, and so I, in my first episode, I, I, I talked about my story and, and how when I got out of the Marine Corps, see, my, my mind was different. So I got out of the Marine Corps in 2006. I wasn't injured as at all as like you. You know, I have some mild TBIs or whatever. Um, they're nothing big, anything, nothing like that. So I just got out, and I continued life, and then two years afterwards, I got a reactivation letter, and that's when PTSD started kicking in. When I thought I had forgotten it, you know, I literally tried burying it away. So I was able to physically and mentally, I thought, bury it away for two years. And then it, it started kicking in. You, on the other hand, like many other veterans and many other individuals, get physically impacted. And then it's, it's hard. To, I guess I, like, I, I don't live with it, but it's hard to forget that, you know, you could just put it away. So how long would you say, when, when do you say is it that you started going downhill? Because, you know, the whole purpose here is we want to talk about the reality of it. And we want to break that stigma where, you see, you you mentioned something where you said, I started thinking about everything, about everything that I have and all this stuff. And 
I call that like labeling yourself. You're you, you almost, I don't want to call it victimizing yourself, but you start labeling yourself and you believe these labels. Yeah. Like I believe PTSD equaled crazy. So at what point is it that, that I don't know that you started going, when did you start going downhill? And I mean, obviously now we realize our, our past and what we did. And when is it that you would say, so you got out of the hospital and you, were you married at the time? Yeah. So, you know, uh, I, I was 21 years old. You know, I, I was 21 years old. When you got injured? When, when, uh, when I got injured. Yeah. Uh, it was 20, 2010. So yeah, I was 21 years old. And you're already uh, married with kids. And I was already married with one child. Okay. Um, I had, I had one child when I was in Iraq. Um, Fast forward to you know Afghanistan on on nine in in 2010. Um, I get wounded on March 14th, 2010, and you know that's 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 when the whole entire recovery started, right? Okay. Um, fast forward two years, you know, into recovery, I've I've been separated. I've gone back together. Um, separated again, back together again, uh, throw another baby into the mix, having, um, you know, having to go to all these appointments, uh, getting ready to transition out of the, uh, out of the Marine Corps and everything going on around me. And I'm trying to hold everything together. And yet I'm still struggling alone, battling things by myself, not being upfront with, my doctors as to as to my mental health, my status, um, you know, my medications, um, how I'm truly feeling. You know, I, I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna keep on packing in this ruck. I'm gonna keep on humping it out. It'll get better. I transitioned out of the Marine Corps in, in March 2012. Actually, so the for day two I, years, you were transitioning for two years out of the court. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you were struggling throughout this whole time for two years. The, the whole entire time. And then it, it, it continued. It, it it only got worse once once I transitioned. Yeah. Now, That's why I said, when did you start going yeah. downhill? Because it's, yeah. not like, it's not like, yeah. you know, when, when, Jay, when Jay taught us and stuff, we learned. And not Jay. I mean, we learned it in the military sitting on the X. It's not like just you... Yeah. You, you, you're walking and you deal in one place. Boom. All right, cool. I'm going to another one for us. It's for individuals that are dealing with trauma. It literally feels downhill and it's a slide. It feels like you're sliding yeah. downhill. Yep. No, you know, and I, I, uh, how I coped with it was, uh, I went to work. Um, I, Got out the 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 Marine Corps. I went to work in in Virginia for a uh, government agency, and um, I did that for the the next three years. I was traveling. I was the only breadwinner. I was trying to take care of my wife and and my kids and the dog and the house and uh, you know be household six and yet I wasn't taking care of myself. You were avoiding um, the problems. You were trying was, to keep was, yourself busy to avoid the problems. Dude, I, I was working two, two or three jobs at a time. And, uh, you know, just so that 
I couldn't go to sleep at night just because I didn't want to have the nightmares anymore. You know, I was trying to, to just stay up and, and take little cat naps here and there, um, you know, an hour, two hours, three hours at a time. Possibly. Yeah, which is normal, which is yeah. normal when you're in country. Yeah. It's normal when we're on yeah. deployment, you know, that you do that because even though, I mean, there was times that I would take uh, just a night shift. So I would sleep all day and have, you know, my crewmen take both the split the 12 hours during the during the day. And then I yeah. would take the night shift to 12 hours at night. And even though I would do that, they'd be up sometimes and we'd, we'd still swap out or, or vice versa during the day we'd yeah. swap out and, and you do that. I mean, you, you end up like cycling your body and uh, taking yeah. these cat naps, these uh, two hour cat naps and stuff. And then you wake up. Yep. So, uh, right. so, so this was now you would say now this is what year. So like five years later, so, so you've been yeah. 2015. So, so, so I'm going to uh, fast forward to 2015 and you know, I'm, I mean, Throw in all you know all the issues at home. Throw in the fights with the wife and and her not under, understanding you. Uh, the, the kids, you know, getting on your nerves, crying every two seconds, asking you know what's wrong. Daddy? It all fills up, man. It yeah, all fills up. So right. like at one point yeah. you do, you just explode and you yeah. hit rock bottom. So that's yeah. that's what we're trying to get to, man. I yeah. it's uh. You know, it, it, for five years is what I need people. We want people to understand that it's not rock bottom at the beginning. You nah. eventually you always think it's rock bottom, but it's an endless bottom. So like you said, you're, we're going downhill and we're sliding and all these problems for five years. You're dealing with transitioning out of the core. You're dealing with your your new uh, physical and mental you know, problems. You're dealing with now your family um, you're dealing with work and now you're dealing, you're not dealing with your issues this is the problem. Yeah. And then eventually the thing is they don't go away. Everything else goes away. Your family, <laughs> the work, um, yeah. the, the friends at the bar, but the issues don't. So to, the, at what point did the, 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 the demons, issues catch up to yeah. you? That's what I want to know, Sean. At what point did they catch up to you? And did you say, Oh fuck, this is, uh, this is happening or, Oh fuck, my life is going to be over or something like that. Cause that's what happened to me. I mean, yeah. I was taking, I was doing three, four day cocaine binges. And like I said, one day I was laying on, on my bed and I've told people this story and I'm looking at my chest and I swear I could tell, I, I feel, see the shape of my heart pumping out of my chest. And at that point is when I literally asked God, I started praying. I felt like I was praying for months to please end my life because I didn't want to commit suicide, but please, for the act of God, please. And that's when I realized that's it. This is, I, I hit rock bottom. I, I, I want to know because, Sean, we went from, you know, hearing about your explosions. You weren't talking. Now for five years, you're going dealing with these problems. I know you. I know you hit rock bottom. I want individuals yeah. to know when you hit rock bottom because you've turned this all around. You're yeah. a public speaker now. You're working. You um, you're not married anymore, but uh, you know you you share custody with your kids, and you are continuously trying to improve the life of other veterans, other individuals. Because you've talked to me, expressed on uh, doing something that you want to do personally for kids and stuff like that for the next generation. So I want to know. When at what point, Sean, did you hit rock bottom and you realized, shit, this is it? All right, you know what's going on? Yeah, so it was uh, October, um, twenty fifteen. Uh, October twenty fifteen. Um, I was 
separated. I was living in another another state away from the the uh, wife and kids. Um, I went home for uh, Halloween to try and take the kids trick or treating. And if and if and if you read uh, Jason Red, Jason Redmond's book Overcome, uh, you'll definitely hear this this uh, story as well. Um, the book but, talks to you. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta get the audio book. Audio book, right? Um, but you'll definitely read about it. But I I tried taking my kids uh, trick or treating and it failed. I failed uh, tremendously. Um, and that's when I started to really question, okay, what's really wrong with me? Uh, what's going on? Um, and it was, and then, it, and even then, you know, it wasn't until a couple months later where I was really. Do you one mind? Night, do you mind sharing uh, what what it is that happened, or do you want to skip over that? Yeah, no. So, uh, and, you know, Halloween night, uh, I'm trying to take the kids trick-or-treating uh i'm i'm with i'm i'm with my ex-wife and 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 my two children we're in a neighborhood that's in a gated community uh very festive very controlled very safe environment um you know kids know everyone the the adults pretty much know everyone every house you know every everything's controlled um and uh, one neighbor has has t- had turned his home into a haunted house, and that whole entire night, uh, I was I was stressing out. Um, I was being vigilant. I was scanning faces, ready to to, to jump on anyone. Um, you know, my hyper vigilance was probably at you know at you know between one and 10 was probably at a 20, you know? And, and, um, I, I, I started panicking. Um, but yeah, like you're walking with your kids and they got to call you right. three times. Right. Dad. You know, and, Dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and, and zoning out, but, you know, trying to be in that moment. And I wasn't, I wasn't able to be in that moment. And, uh, we, we approached this one house and, uh, it's dark and, and the strobe lights and, you know, what's supposed to be a, a a joyful funny uh you know thrilling experience was quite frankly one of the scariest moments of my life because i had my children with me you know i had my children with me and i'm trying to get through this house and i start clearing it from room to room and i and and i literally had a flashback and i literally had a moment of where you know uh, I mean, you mentioned it. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. it. You were clearing rooms yeah. In, a, yeah. in a haunted house. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and I, I mean, your kids must be wondering what is going on. They, you know, they've, they've, they've never interacted like that before. They've, they've never seen me like that before. I come running out with, 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 with my daughter tight to, to my chest where I was pretty much, you know, choking her. I was, uh, you're evacuating uh, her. Yeah. I was suffocating her. You know, it was so tight and I, Threw her to, to 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 my wife. Let me take a breath. Yes, sir. Um, you know, and I threw her to uh, my wife, 
and I ran and I ran away. And uh, next thing you know, I'm like getting covered behind a car. And my wife comes up to me like, you know, she's freaking out. The kids are freaking out. And it, it was it, it, it was just a moment where um, I I really started to to accept that, like, yeah, I'm fucked up or, you know, uh, there's something wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, you know, I say, I say, I say we're fucked up, but ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I don't mean to discredit this or anything like that. It's just, we, this dark humor that we have as, uh, <laughs> yeah. as, yeah. as, you know, service members, but yeah, we, we go ahead, Sean. So, um, you know, and, and even that, you know, that, that wasn't even a breaking point. Um, it, it was only a couple months later, um, that I was getting ready to commit suicide. Uh, I w- was in a car uh, by myself. I had my pistol loaded. Um, and at that moment when I w- was getting ready to, to, to end my life, uh, my phone rang and it was my son FaceTiming me. You know, and I bawled out, and my my son has no idea what's what's what's, what's sitting on your lap. Yeah, you know, and and um, I I I was in, I I was ashamed. I I was, uh, disgusted, disappointed. Uh, I was angry with with myself, and you know. God and everyone, you know, as as to how did I get here? How did how did I get to this point? And um, and let me know. ask you something, Sean. Yeah. That build up to this to this point in time, uh-huh. were you not doing anything with yourself in life? Did you? Because I remember that I started just cutting everything out, and then that's when everything started getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. in my life. I wasn't doing anything physically and stuff yeah. like that, and you start burying yourself. So yeah. all these things starts crawling out. Dude, I, so at 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 that at that uh, a specific time, I was um, in Charleston, South Carolina. I went there for for a government job. What was supposed to be a great opportunity, I lasted all but uh, I think nine or ten months in that role. I was terminated, um, and. Uh, it had everything to do with with me not having the support structure, not reaching out to my network, not asking for help, being angry and and uh, having uh, confrontations, you know, um, not being around my wife and kids, you know, drinking every day, uh, living the the Bash, the bachelor lifestyle, um, the fast life, the fast life. You know, uh, women trying, trying to find that adrenaline alcohol. fix. Yes, yeah, you know, uh, just not sleeping. You know, and 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 it all literally came to a crash and burn. And I wanted to end my life because I didn't want to. You know, the 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 way that 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 I explained it is, you know, I I didn't want to go to, 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 to sleep because I was afraid of all my demons, you know, 
And and at at the end of the day, when it came down to it, you know, I I, I tell people this. Uh, I just needed a nap, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I just needed you know a good eight hours of 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 rest, so my my body and my brain can start healing, and I can uh, start processing things. Um, so, you know, that's that's that 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 was the rock bottom. Um, you know, and you know, there's there's been up and downs since then, but uh, that was the turning point uh, to to where I actually went and, and got help. Uh, I I put myself into a uh, into a PCSD and and TBI program out of Atlanta, Georgia, called the Share Military Initiative, and it's at the Shepherd's Hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, phenomenal program. I I can honestly say that I owe my life to to that program, that team. Uh, you know, not not to mention the the support structure that that I w- was provided, and and uh, till this day, you know, uh, they they I call them accountability partners. You know, um, and it's important to to have you know five or six different networks of accountability whether it's uh mental physical emotional um spiritual you know it's 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 highly important to 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 have that that team that 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 uh fire team you know to help keep you on track in in recovery and hold you accountable you know tell you hey pull pull your 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 stuff together i'm i'm here for you i, I believe in you i you know I, I i trust in you to do the right thing to make the right choices you know and you know let's do this together you don't you don't have to do this alone so yeah. yep that's a uh, very very important to surround yourself with individuals like that and uh so yeah so that was your turning point and that's when that's when you had realized that that it was it. Now, people, I want I want people to learn that that the reason I started this podcast is because I want people to learn and realize that there's not just one way to fix yourself. Like, I meet people and they're like, "Yeah, I'm on this one diet," or "I'm following this one guy that is gonna teach me and and save me." And I'll be honest. I mean, even the, our mentors, the people we look up to, they have multiple avenues yeah. that they that they learn from and stuff you know um you spoke about that organization that helped you out in atlanta and then i also know that you you went to the overcome academy and you know uh, there they they taught us you know the pentagon of performance you know you got your yeah. like you mentioned spiritual mental emotional physical and social so i know right now you know when it comes to like social and stuff i've seen you getting yourself out there you're doing public speaking now where you're also, like I said, partnering up with different nonprofit organizations, getting out there and helping these veterans as much as you can. I know that you've been touching up with your spiritual side as well, um, as I have. I've been going to the church, not as much as you. I got I to gotta get better on that. And, uh, hey, man. Proud of you, man. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I know that I know I really want to talk about something that you're doing right now that I need to start doing. I need to start working out some more. Now when I have my buddy Andy on on uh, on the show, I know he's going to kick my butt. Every time I call him, he doesn't even say hello. 
He's just like, put the cookie down. That's how he answers. He goes, put the cookie down. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't even have a cookie right now. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, you've been touching on the physical one right now. And to me, I think doing physical things and, uh, and being out, outside of your house, anything outside of your house, I think to me is physical. Because when you're at home, you're in that place that you mentioned something that night that you hit rock bottom. Um, you were in a gated community. And everything was supposedly a controllable environment. But the reality was you didn't control that environment. And that's an issue that we struggle with uh, when we have PTSD is the control, the control aspect of things. When you're at home, you pretty much control everything. So when you get out, that's physical and mental working out because you're getting out, putting yourself out there physically and mentally. I know that lately you've been doing some martial arts. So uh, you've been getting into that hard. I know you, you want to. So... How is that helping you sleep? How is it? What is it? What is it that you're doing? I want to know what is it that you're doing to help you sleep? I mean, because you had such a huge trigger that Halloween. And yes, you've learned your methods from different organizations like I have. And we've made ourselves into what we want to right now. And we're, we're still growing. But what is it? Honestly, I want to know what it is that you do. What do you, what are your routines? You know, like, do you wake up? Do you, do you work out? Do you pray? Do you, you know, if you don't mind sharing that with us, I just want to know like what's a brief day in Sean Lopez's life and how is it that when something approaches you that either is going to stress you out or whatnot, how are you dealing with it? You know what I'm saying? So how's your day? So, uh, you know, I, I, first and foremost, I, I, I put, I put structure in, in into my day and, you know, I, I put in uh, little disciplines that I have to do, right? You know, so I, I wake up, I brush my teeth, get dressed, right? But um, creating that routine has been paramount where, you know, I have to get out of bed. I, I, I can't, you know, give myself another, you know, 15, 20 minutes, hour in bed. I'm not over oversleeping. Um but for me, um, the way that my day works out is, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm up at five thirty. Uh, get the morning routine, walk the dog, take care of everything, eat a little breakfast. I've got a two a two hour commute to Orlando three days a week, um, and that's when I get my prayer and praising uh you know that's 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 my time with with uh god and 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 um you know i i i i value that that time uh my work day goes on i am committed dedicated to the office um and then i come and i come home uh i I, I take that two hour drive home to engage with my family. I talk to, I talk to my children. I talk to, I talk to my brother. Um, I talk to my friends, you know, um, touch, touch base, whether it's politics, whether it's church, whether it's, uh, you know, day-to-day issues, you know, get that social interaction, but not allowing, uh, they're not allowing the negativity to to grab hold. It's you know venting, listening, and then 
you know, what can we or how can you or how can I uh, make things better or improve the situation? You know, um, from there, uh, I'm usually at the MMA gym by uh, six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. And that's when I, 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 I wrestle the day, you know, where, yes, I've, I've, I've got training. I've got my um, opponents, you know, and we're learning. We're, we're rolling around. We're grappling, wrestling, MMA, whatever the class is that, that, that night, you know, I am exerting that negative energy with a positive energy, which is going to then set me up for the next day. So, you know, dumping out that energy, replacing it, and then coming home uh, and taking taking that 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 time to rest wind down take a shower get a nice meal in spend some time with with the uh, dog and getting you know that good night's that good night's sleep you know um the uh, the uh, sleep is so important uh for anyone and then i mean you know cutting out bad eating cutting out alcohol i'm not saying that i don't drink anymore um you know i but i i drink i'll a drink i'll have a drink socially but i cap myself you know at one or two i'm not getting uh drunk anymore uh and you know it's 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 definitely i've found myself living better eating better healing more and and being more productive um Yes, church is, is is a major part of my life. Uh, I, I I don't I don't like to say that I am religious, but I I, I am spiritual. Um, you know the way any you know my relationship with 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 God is is, is 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 my relationship. The way that I interpret things goes towards towards my life and 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 how I instill those values into my children. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been going on for a good year now that I've been, you know, dedicated and, and living this, this uh, routine. And, um, you know, I've, I've taken a great self inventory as to what I was doing and how I, I was living and the things that, that were pulling me down and, what's launching me today, you know, and, and, uh, you know, having that discipline is, 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 is key, but I don't do this alone, which is highly important. Um, you know, in, 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 in every aspect I, I, I have, you know, uh, that support structure, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's at the gym, whether it's at church, um, you know, I'm not I'm not doing anything alone on a day to day basis, and I, I think that's 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 the great part about it. Yep, yep, I got you, brother. I, you you can't you can't be doing this alone. Um, <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible to do anything alone. To be honest, uh, 
people try, it just doesn't work. I want to jump into some questions here, Sean, that I have. Uh, got this little pretty cool thing. It's called Pod Decks. Pick them up, and uh, they're, it's a deck of cards. You shuffle them, and it's a bunch of questions here. So I'm going to shuffle it through and ask you a question here. Oh, and this is a good one right here. What's one bad habit you're trying to get rid of? Because people think that we try to get rid of our PTSD and all our symptoms. No, that, that it's going to continue. It's going to go. We just learn how to deal with them and work with them and stuff like that. But we do have habits that we try to get rid of. So I want to know what is one bad habit that you're trying to get rid of? Um, one thing that I'm working on is uh, not getting drawn in, right? So being able to take a moment, stop and think, um, because you mean, you mean well, not, not, not on everything, not snapping straight to a hundred. Right, 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 right. So, you know, what, where I used to struggle was, you know, whether it be the ex-wife or whether it be work or whether it be, um, you know, my children, you know, if, 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 if anything went wrong and, and I got that phone call, I'm like, what the front door, you know, like, like, like what the hell, you know? And, 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 you, you, and could curse on, you could curse on my show. Oh yeah. yeah, All yeah, right, cool. yeah so know. we've already said, fuck, I believe you did yeah. too. So, <laughs> uh, so, you know, but it, it was, it was definitely one of those things that, you know, I, w- I would go from zero to a hundred, um, through my through my spiritual journey, um, I am learning to t- 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 take that pause, right, and realize that in that moment you 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 can't control everything, you know. So, and it's and and it's teaching me how to take the appropriate the appropriate steps into how to handle certain uh, situations and no matter what if the other side is you know antagonizing you or or uh you know coming down on you or telling you or giving you the uh, criticism you know take take a deep breath take a deep breath is 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 what's helping me uh break out of that habit of of uh, snapping you know, just taking a deep breath, taking that moment, you know, in in five minutes, if you still feel the same way, you got to talk to someone about it, you know. Um, but there's 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 other avenues than to just being that hothead, you know, that that is uh, on unrealistic and 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 confrontational yeah and it's tough man it's tough because i i feel that it it becomes almost like a a trait it becomes a habit in your in your brain and it becomes a second nature reaction and i mean i just i just learned something in college the other day that the reason that when we are falling asleep and like we nod our head and have you if, if you've ever woken up and you're like <gasps> like just woken up like oh my god I'm yeah. falling or something like that so supposedly the reason that happens is because back in the day when we were like living still as primates or whatever or as you know not civilized individuals we would sleep in trees so that you know prey we wouldn't become prey and uh, 
And I, I was told that that's just a second nature reaction that is still passed down thousands upon thousands of years on our DNA. So I feel that this is something that happens where it, it starts becoming almost a second nature, like I said. And I, I struggled with it so long that I it's been so hard for me to control that. I even volunteered and I went to to go get a shot called the SGB shot in the side of my neck, which, it, I mean, it helped me out a lot. It has to go along with talk therapy. It's not something that you just do, and it's a it's a fix me fix me shot. But uh, that shot that shot honestly helped me out, and I see where the reason I call it second nature is because I see it coming back every once in a while, and I gotta control it. But the thing is, now I see it, so the shot is working. You know, I see it, and uh, I gotta thank uh, Dr. Sean Mulvaney and uh, in Maryland for this shot, and I gotta thank Dakota John uh, Dakota Meyer. Ooh, almost messed up his name. He's gonna kill me. I gotta thank Dakota Meyer very a lot for this. And uh, Dakota got the shot. Had a sixty minute story that I saw. I reached out to him, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna get you that shot." And I was like, "Yeah, okay. This guy's this guy's gonna this guy got me the shot. This guy this guy got me the shot. He uh, set me up, and he was like, "Hey, go ahead. You got your flight." I literally flew into Maryland in the morning from Miami, got my shot around lunchtime, and flew back home that same day. And uh, it looked like. It looked like Mike Tyson had punched me in the face, but I felt, I mean, his Dakota Myers description is the best one. You are sitting, you went from sitting in traffic to all of, all of a sudden sitting like at a park and everything just slowed down and stayed quiet and you were able to control things. So uh, thank you for that shot. And I mean, th- these are different things that help you survive and thrive. There's not just one method. I don't believe there is. Um, you know, so you got to go out there and I think, I think this next question is actually good because I'm talking about not being one method and this next question is good. When you think about success, who comes to mind and why? Um, we all have our different versions of, 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 of what uh, success is, but, uh, so exactly what's success to you? Because success to me, success to me is not, I mean, don't get me wrong. You need money. Money comes with success, yes, but success to me is not just being rich. Success to me because I know people that are rich and are miserable. Miserable. So, um, now I know people that are rich and extremely happy. You know, so success for me, I've already, I've already put it down in my in my book where it's. I'm gonna hit a point where I could just really 100% give to my family. I, I haven't done that in in a long time. I do every once in a while. You know, everybody knows I go to Disney a lot, but those I wish I could do that a lot more. I wish. I didn't have to deal with other stressors and that would be success to me is to just be able to do that. So I want to know, you know, what success to you. So you already said it, you know, you don't think, you don't think it's money, you know, so you said it's different for other people. So what is it for you? Um, for me, man, you know, it's, 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 uh, and I, I, I think, I think the question was, uh, who do, you think it's uh, successful, right? No. When when you think about success, who comes to mind and why? Yeah. So, um, quite honestly, man, like I look at Jay. I I I, I look at Jason Redman and and ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna hear us talk about this man a lot because he yeah. he <laughs> he does uh, so much and has been through so much that yeah. So go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, for Yes, he's 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 been wounded. Uh, he got you know, he took a round to uh, the face and and his whole entire body, you know. And even Tyler, bro, 
you know, uh, Tyler Todd, Southern, you know, go, yeah. you, you know, Tyler Southern. I mean, he's. I gotta get that guy on the show. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I know you gotta bribe him. I think with Pokemon or something like that. So yeah, but you know, he's he's uh, you know three uh, was it three and a half limbs, you know, and, and um, he lost three and a half limbs. Yeah, so so people he, know. Yeah, yeah. So he lost three and a half limbs. Um, but their perspective on life gives me so much joy and, and pleasure. I mean, you know, like like the way they live life. Yeah, the way that they live life. And 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 Jay is 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 a businessman. He is a professional at heart. You know, um, but he's also a family man, and you know, he's also a godly man, and he he has that balance um to to where yes he's 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 out here he's making money he's but he's also doing amazing things he's leaving living and building a legacy where you know i will forever remember him as as you know one of the greatest human beings that i've ever come encounter with um tyler you know uh him and his wife Ashley, you know they they live in s- such a happy home, and 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 believe me, you know, uh, I I know that um, relationships are are one thing outside and 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 another thing inside the house. But um, when you look at his uh, uh, circumstance and his uh, his uh, situation, all. All, all, all this guy aspires to be is a great dad. That's as his number one goal in life is to be a great father and and husband. And in my eyes, I think he he succeeds every day at that. You know, uh, and and uh, comparing, um, you know, so comparing so, the, yeah. so you would say. I mean, what we're what I'm hearing is. In, in a way, and 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 I agree one hundred percent with you that the way to to success, what what we equivalent to success is living life, literally living your life, the best living life, life you, yeah. li- living the best life you can, which is hard yep. to do sometimes when you're struggling, and that's why we thankfully you know we we still struggle, but we we've learned the the methods to how we how we say overcome them, and and now how I say success, how to survive them, and then thrive afterwards. All right, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, the show is winding down and uh, I'm definitely going to have to have you on here for uh, multiple shows, Sean, because uh, like I said, I look up to you so much, man. You helped me. You helped me a lot uh, with you know, recommending me to go to the Overcome Academy and stuff like that. So I, I thank you every day because I wouldn't be doing this without you. So that's why, in a way, you know, I really wanted to uh, I had other guests in mind to, to interview and try to launch first. But the reality, I wanted to interview you first because. You're uh, you're the seed, man, and uh, I, I I appreciate that you helped plant that seed in, in in my head. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you one question here, our final question, and uh, I want you to answer it. Uh, we're gonna give you some extra extra time because we know you stutter, and uh, <laughs> but uh, so if you could send a message to the entire world, what would you say in 30 seconds? Go. Uh. Everyone thinks that the uh, grass is greener on the other side, but what they don't realize is what it takes for that grass to turn green. 
So first you have to plow the land, then you have to plant a seed, then you, then you have to water it, um, then you have to feed it. How do you feed it? Well, you need to literally take a bag of shit, reach reach into it, grab grab the uh, the the manure and throw it in front of you and walk through it over and over and re- repeat that process over and over until you get greener grass so uh you know keep the discipline and let's let's uh try and make greener grass oh man that is uh that is a great message you left us on because i mean i some people could just hear your message and be like this guy's talking about grass and i just took that as life uh you know you're trying to your life making that perfect life you want is that green grass that you talk about that people see and um walking through the grass and you know all over the shit that's that's literally all those life ambushes that come at you and and how hard you have to struggle in life to do things you know and uh like you said if if you're able to do all of that and be disciplined enough to do it and understand that you're gonna have to do it over and over and over eventually that grass is gonna get green so yeah man that's that's an awesome message sean uh once again i thank you so much brother for being on the show i thank you man and uh, i look forward to having you on the show again like i said we're gonna have to talk about it Talk about how it is, continue, how we continue to thrive. Because, you know, one thing is you survive. And that's cool. Surviving is, I think surviving, unless you hit rock bottom multiple times, surviving is a one-time thing. It should be a one-time thing. I hope it is. So once you survive, the thriving part is the hard part. And uh, that's what that's what we want to continue, you know, I guess, bringing to people, rewiring people's brains on uh, on how to continue to, like you said, keep that discipline so that you could thrive in life. So once again, Sean, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, brother. Absolutely. Ozzy, thank you. And uh, hey, man, congratulations again. I, I, I really am proud of you. Um, looking forward to, to many, to many, many more episodes. And uh, hey, man, lead, lead always overcome all. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Post Traumatic Survival Podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. We appreciate you and them. Until next time, survivors.